Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Hello and welcome to another Radio City Breakfast Show podcast. Another week and another couple of dollars earned. Isn't that right, Jay Hyde? The That's right, Simon. What's the presenter? Hello there, Ray. Lovely Claire Simo, Simo Simmons. And how are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Rossi, Rossi, Rossifer. Uh, Rossifer? <laughs> Rossifer, you. More, like, more like Lucifer. Lucifer? How very <laughs> dare you, you little devil. Uh, right then, uh, we've had a couple of uh, bizarre surgeries over the last past couple of weeks, <laughs> including one, and I'm do believe the photograph is still on our homepage. It is. Go to radiocity.co.uk and go and see Eric, a.k.a. Robert Patterson. This was the surgery and some of the results and comments that come back from the listeners to the Radio City Breakfast Show. Get a load of this lot. <laughs> This is Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City Are you sure this isn't a wind-up I'm about to read? I've Promise spoke, me. I've spoke to them and Swear they down. say it's not. No, I'm not talking <laughs> about them. I'm talking about you setting me no, up. No, I'm not setting no one up. Is this a genuine one that's come in? Claire? Oh, it is, honestly. It you is. She heard me on the phone to them yesterday, him. but I, I just, honestly... <laughs> Check out our website, radiocity.co.uk. <laughs> Click onto the Rossi & Co. homepage and check out the photograph of Eric. All right, is it on our homepage? It's on Rossi & Co.'s homepage, right. yes. Are you seriously stitching me up? Mate, it's not me stitching anyone Can I just say, yes. I, 100%, I was there when he spoke to them. I promise you, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I will so administer it. could be someone stitching us all up. All right, here we go. Radio City Breakfast. <laughs> the City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Effectively just threatened you with violence. I'll administer a thick ear. <laughs> oh. uh, hi, Rossi. Um, this is from Mo in Frodsham. I'm really worried about my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm really worried about my boyfriend, Eric, uh, who's about to make a complete not a fool of himself. Oh, Eric, stop being a silly boy. I suppose you could say it's probably my fault. I'm a massive fan of the Twilight movies and indeed Robert Patterson. I feel a bit embarrassed to admit this, but I've encouraged Eric to go along with a bit of role-playing in the bedroom. And I told him that he actually reminded me a little bit of Robert Patterson's character in Twilight. This has now escalated into him thinking he is the spitting image of the man himself. He loves the role play, as I do, but he's taken this all a step too far. We've both been to a couple of fancy dress parties in the build-up to Halloween. Both times he has gone dressed like his new idol. He's even begun to dress around, uh, like him around the house, and when he goes out, he wears the skinny jeans and even covers his face up in the white makeup, just like Robert Patterson's character. Uh, our friends have got on to this, and they have been egging him on in a Mickey-taken way, telling him, oh, yeah, you're definitely the double of Robert Patterson. So Eric now believes that he could make a living out of looking like the movie star. He's been in touch with a number of lookalike agencies. All of them, not surprisingly, have knocked him back and turned him down. Next month, there's a huge lookalike competition on in Bristol. He's found out about this through a friend and has applied to take part. He has got it into his head that this is his calling and he could make a lot of cash out of dressing and looking like Robert Patterson. The problem is, Rossi, he looks nothing like him. I have attached a photograph of my boyfriend, Eric. I'm hoping you can share it with your listeners and get them to decide uh, whether or not he should continue to pursue this wanting to be a lookalike, professional lookalike, or whether he should just carry on being his normal self, Eric and stick to his day job of working at the bank. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, his friends are really out of order, aren't they, for egging him on? Too right there. <laughs> if you have time, maybe you've got your iPhone, maybe you're uh, maybe you're you're at home. Have a little browse, and if you want to put a comment or any advice for Mo and Frodgham and for Eric Patterson, uh, send us a little text now. Six one zero two five. Start your text with the word city, or give us a call. Oh one five one four seven two zero nine six seven. The city surgery with Doctor Ross. Yeah, got my white coat on, my stethoscope around my neck, and uh, I think you need it today. Yeah, I think we do need it today. <laughs> Uh, right then, so Eric, who, uh, who, who's got this thing into his head that he does look a little bit like uh, Robert Patterson from the Twilight movie series. It was his Mrs. Moe who's contacted us, and she's from Frodsham, and she sort of suggested and encouraged him to do a bit of role-playing and dress up like him. Now he's gotten into his head with his wind-up mates who are telling him that he really is a spitting image. It's amazing how you can sort of, like, look in the mirror and see something that isn't really there. Do you know what I mean? Almost like in a deluded kind of way. If you get something into your head, it's all about mind over matter, isn't it, really? Joe and Norris Green is logged on. Oh, come on. There's having a bit of self-confidence, and then there's totally deluding yourself. How can this bloke look at himself and really think he's anything like Robert Patterson? Sarah and uh, Kirby. Forget looking like Robert Patterson. Looks more like a young John Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> not sure John Prescott would be very happy about that. Uh, this woman says, uh, lovely Lisa in Scammersell. Good morning, Lisa Roberts. This woman is worried about her fella making a show of himself in front of a load of people in Bristol where he'll never be seen again. She's just humiliated him in front of thousands of people in his own hometown. Nice woman. I didn't think of it that way, to be perfectly honest. Uh, let's go to Wendy and McGull. Good morning, Wendy. Rossi. I'm all right, Wendy. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Have you logged on? I have, yeah. And honest, I don't believe that he... How can he believe that he looks like Robert Patterson? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, are you sure you're not being wound up by the cow? Um, you think about all those times that you've, you've wound up, Jay. Are you sure? Because seriously... I don't believe it. I'm telling. I'm honestly. Okay. I'm telling you now. I am not winding anyone up. I don't um, know if we're being wound up, but I am not winding anyone up. Well, I, I, I can't believe that he thinks he looks like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> he's having a laugh. Oh, I think just leave him alone. I think you should go for it. I think. Oh, bless him. He's calm. You say nothing that to him. Hang on a second. No, she is entitled to her opinion yeah. as much. You know. But he's got to make a show of himself. But that might just be a really bad picture of him. Can I just say, by the way, the website has nearly gone into meltdown on our little homepage on mediocity.co.uk. Tons of people logging on to see his photo. It looks like a photo fit from Crime Watch, says Andy, going to work. It's not even that good. So what do you reckon then, Wendy? You reckon that I've been set up by Jay? I reckon, yeah. Because that guy, you can't think he looks like Robert Patterson yet. You're joking. Well, um, Wendy, honestly, I... Wendy, I was there, and I'm not good at lying. I'm rubbish at lying. No. And I was there when he was on the phone, and it's so genuine. It really is. I spoke to Well, them. if it is genuine, he needs to stick to his day job. Stick to his day job? Okay, that's no one. Thank you, Wendy and McGull. What's the percentage coming in on the website now? You can vote online, and yeah. so far, 83% of people saying stick to the day job. That's 17% of people saying go for, go it. for it. But nothing ventured, nothing gained, Jay. You know, who'd have thought you'd have ended up producing this show? Exactly. See? With your limited talent. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to uh, Steve and West Derby. Just seen the picture on your homepage, Rossi, of this guy that thinks he looks a bit like Robert Patterson. 
Is he for real? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> Uh, as uh, Rafa Benita said, uh, this guy obviously couldn't see a priest in a mountain of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> His eyesight is that bad. Uh, good morning, Rossi and Co. Uh, says Gary and Birkenhead. Uh, Robert Patterson, more like Les Patterson than me. <laughs> and uh, Abby says, uh, oh, Abby said, isn't that Roland from Grange Hill that you've got on your webpage? I don't think Roland. 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 Roland from Grange Hill. Check out the website radiocity.co.uk and click on to uh, Rossi and Co. We've had uh, uh, an email from Mo who's concerned that her fella is self-deluded, that he looks a bit like Robert Patterson, although she's... I mean, she she suggested he dress like him first. Do you reckon we're getting wound up here? It's crossed my mind. Mandy in Brumborough. I've seen the picture uh, earlier this morning. His mates who are encouraging him to go and pursue this uh, career <laughs> as a Robert Patterson lookalike really need to take a look at themselves. Very naughty. They're not good friends and it could jeopardise his job. Could you imagine if he gives his job up in the bank? Oh. Mind you, if he gives his job up in the bank to pursue... A career as a Robert Patterson lookalike. Maybe he doesn't deserve the job in the bank in the first place. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Kate Moss has said that she feels there is a ghost. She feels there's a ghost. And her uh, big Cotswold mansion is haunted. Ooh. She reckons she's seen the ghost in her house, Jay. Really? Apparently when she saw the ghost, she went almost as white as the top of her coffee table. <laughs> City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Totally bizarre. If you uh, want to find out uh, what that guy looks like, then check out uh, radiocity.co.uk and uh, go to our homepage, Rossi and Co. Eric the Robert Patterson lookalike. Uh, some people said more like somebody from Little Britain. Aww. A young John Prescott. <laughs> Roland from Grange Hill. Roland. Roland. <laughs> Uh, right then, so uh, weekday mornings at 10 to 8, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we normally have a dilemma on the city surgery. Uh, also, in the build-up to Halloween, we had Bert Bogeyman. Ooh. We had some fun with Bert the pensioner, and uh, he was giving us clues as to some of the scariest people that have ever graced the silver screen. Bert Bogeyman on Radio City 96.7. Cee-Lo Green, without you, Radio City 96.7 is breakfast till 10 o'clock this morning and then it will be Simon Greening with a top 10 at 10. And a couple of rounds after 11 with the uh, the quiz that's really, really catching on big style. It's called the threesome. Uh, Bert the Pensioner is here. Good morning, Bert the Pensioner. Bert, Mark, Mark and Good morning, Bert. How are you, my friend? Uh, well, Kirsty, shake hands. Oh, there you go. It's always shake a pleasure. Hands. Always a pleasure. Shake Oh, it's, oh, it's here, yeah, there he is. It's Jay Hind, the executive producer. So, Bert, how have you been, mate? Hey, I'm well, Ed. Well, well, I love all this. You're going doing a bit of graft later on today, I understand? Yeah, yeah. Where are you working today? It's my mate, Ed. Bexley's in West Derby. All right, OK. Well, what time do you start? 11. 11 o'clock. Bring us a few sausages back. I will. All right. But the pensioner, uh, he, he was hung out to dry last night. Really? Yeah, he came home and uh, and uh, his Mrs. Bert, this is true, isn't it, Bert? He came home and uh, Mrs. Bert was sitting watching a cookery programme. And he goes, hey, hey, Mrs. Bert, hey, Mrs. Bert, what, you're watching a cookery programme and you can't even cook. She turns around and says, hey, Bert, you watch porn. <laughs> 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 
Bert's bogeyman. So, um, who have you been hanging out with this morning, Bert? Give us a little description. Order. Mary Shelley created this gothic character. We first heard about him in 1818, and ever since, he has had over 40 movies made about him. Even his bride became famous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. wonder when that term ever came about, he wouldn't say boo to a goose. Have you heard that term before? Yeah. Have you ever heard it before, Jay? See, geese can be quite vicious. They are yeah, vicious. They are vicious. They do, you know, do you know the Germans used to drop them down like parachutes in the wartime? And, and they were also the same as um, uh, watchdogs, geese. Geese? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah they'd yeah. Worn, they would definitely worn off, yeah, though. Yeah. Wah, wah, whatever sounds like, yeah. Wah, wah. yeah give, us that, give us that again, Bertie, dear. After <laughs> Mary Shelley created this gothic character, we first heard about him in 1818. Yeah. And ever since, he's had over 40 movies made about him. Even his bride become famous. Oh, my word. That throws you out, doesn't it? It does, it does indeed. 0151 It's your chance to win a bird, says... Here's right, Rosilla. T-shirt. Bird's Bogeyman on Radio City 96.7. Pick a telephone line, Bert. Five. Good morning, line five. Good morning, Radio City. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's Fiona Ross, Rossi. Fiona Ross. Good, good, good morning, Mrs. Rossi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. But unfortunately, stuck on that lovely M6. Yeah, you've got a big problem. There's been another accident, hasn't yeah. there, Claire? Well, it's just still ongoing. They've shut the whole motorway now. It's all three lanes. That's at Junction 20, so that's nice. Oh, God. Uh, it's been a bit, a bit of a horrendous morning, actually, in the old uh, travel front. Full update coming up in about six minutes' time. Uh, Bert the Pensioner, would you like to speak to Mrs. Fiona Ross? Where are you from, Fiona? I'm from Bootle. Lovely, sunny Bootle. Well, Bert, where you go? Uh, Custy. Author Mary Shelley created this gothic character. We first heard of him in 1818. And even since, he has had over 40 movies made about him. Even his bride has become famous. So who do you reckon he's been hanging out with this morning then, Fiona Ross and Bootle? I reckon he's been hanging out with Frankenstein. It's right, Rossi, it's <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You've got an is right Rossi T-shirt. Uh, Bert says uh, we're going to send that off to the post uh, to you today. And you can wear that, Mrs. Ross, with much pride around the village of Bootle. I certainly will. Thank you very much. What's your hubby's name, by the way? It's Dave. Is there no Simon Rosses in your family? Um, not yet. No, <laughs> not yet. Uh, right, well, have a good day, and thanks for coming on and being a good winner. Thank you very much. See you, love. Bye-bye. Bye, Fiona. Have a good day. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Lady Gaga was spotted in a fish and chip shop takeaway in London the other night. Wow. Uh, locals there said that she loves, she just loves British food. I'm thinking that's not the case at all. She was in a fish and chip shop buying a new outfit. <laughs> <laughs> fish, chips and Savaloy. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. This is the Radio City podcast uh, from the breakfast show. Weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10. Radio City 96.7. DAP digital radio online as well and lest we not forget the app tell us about the app jay the app you can download it on an iphone listen to radio city anywhere anytime any place and how do you do that you just go to your little app store on the yeah. iphone type in radio city in your little search engine and it will pop up and then what do you do and then you hit 
install and it, you can download it for free. So it doesn't cost you a thing? No. Nope. So say, for example, you were in Melbourne, Australia, and you were up, which in UK time was like half past six in the morning. Could you, if you were in somewhere that had Wi-Fi, listen to the Radio City Breakfast Show? You could. You could indeed. What about if you... You don't need to be in somewhere that has Wi-Fi. Oh, don't you? No. Are you, you can sure? just connect through your 3G. Oh, oh, yeah, I was thinking that. I forgot about the yeah. 3Gs. <laughs> Me and those 3Gs were just... We never had it off, really, did we? You and the 3Gs, the 3 degrees. Yeah. BGs. Well, do you know what? The Three Degrees, right, the was a band. Three Musketeers. You never got on with any of them. But, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm speaking. Um, the Three Degrees uh, made up of three ladies, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember that band in the 90s, uh, 98 Degrees? Yeah. There was only four lads in it. What a rip-off. <laughs> Total rip-off. Okay, uh, we set a mission. Uh, well, it was T4 set up a mission, for example, to get from uh, one end of the country right down to South End. We saw it in telly the other morning, and uh, we decided to uh, Facebook uh, example. He contacted the show. He ended up coming and doing a, a live session, acoustic set here at the Radio City Tower. So uh, we Facebooked him. He Facebooked us. Then he gave us a call, and this is what he had to say when he finally caught up with us. How's it going, Matthew? Right. I'm very, very good. Very, very good indeed. So you were dropped off uh, at Snowdonia at, uh, yep. yesterday with T4. Yep. You've got a blackberry. Uh, you've got a blackberry, and you've got twenty quid, and you've got to make your way down to South End. Don't they know about yeah. train prices these days? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit strange. Yeah, they they dumped me at Mount Snowden. Yeah, uh, I got picked up uh, from Mount Snowden. Yeah, um, um, by a fan. Then I went paragliding off the top of a mountain. Right. Um, then I got given some food by a fan. Then I got picked up by another fan and driven to Real in North Wales, where I had dinner with them. We had a curry. Oh, nice! What did and you have? I got, what? Uh, chicken jalfrezi. Nice. And then um, I, I got driven to another fan's house, where there was greeted by about thirty people. Um, and then I stayed the night in a really comfy, warm bed, and I've just had breakfast. And oh. now, asking you guys to help me to get me to someone to come and pick me up and drive me to Liverpool so I can come to your uh, radio tower. Okay, well, that's, that's what we've been Facebooking you all morning. So, um, so, so you're in Rill. How much sleep did you get? Did you get, did you get much sleep? Nine hours. Nine hours? I don't even get that over two nights. My God. <laughs> yeah, I, I had two hours the night, the night before. That's why I needed nine. Okay. Well, well done. Nine hours and a nice curry in your belly. Oh, mate, you're well rested. <laughs> well, I know, but you've still got, you know, this is just the beginning of your of your journey. Uh, right. Okay. So what would be really good if someone, uh, to contact you, they need to go onto Facebook, yeah? Yeah, they need, well, they need to go to blackberry.com Black, yeah. slash live and lust. Or yep. they can get in touch via, um, you know, my Facebook or Twitter if they can't get onto that. Uh, okay. like they can message me directly and I'll get in touch with them and let them know where I am. What we need is somebody really, really... Goes for the whole week, though. Anyone who wants to get involved all week and help me anywhere along my way, give me a lift or give me some food or give me some accommodation or even if they want to do something amazing like a... I don't know, give you a, a Learjet. <laughs> or a Learjet or a helicopter or some water skiing or... Yeah, that'd be well, good. Anything. anything. Well, okay, so you need someone to give you, pick you up and maybe take you from Rill back into uh, to Liverpool to the Radio or City Town. Or even if they can take me half the way. Uh, even half the way? Well, okay, you can stop off and have a little snack at the Little Chef. Mind you, you've only got yeah. 20 quid. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, so, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll hopefully get somebody organised uh, to go and pick you up from Rill. 
If you can get here by, say, say half three, four, five o'clock today, and if we sort you out with a great big bowl of Scouse and give you some sort of good old Liverpool hospitality, a good big bowl of Scouse and everything else, would you be prepared to do a few few numbers up, up at the top of the Radio City Tower? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, this whole tour is about me doing stuff uh, in return for, you know, favours. Favours. So yes. if, if you can uh, sort me out, um, I will ca- happily perform a couple of songs for you live on radio. Okay, well, that would be yes. good. Well, listen, we will get you sorted out. Make make no doubt about that. We will definitely, definitely get you sorted out. And when you get to Liverpool, we'll have a great big steaming bowl of Scouse waiting for your arrival. <laughs> you can tuck into that. And maybe you can do a couple of hits. Maybe you can do Last One Standing, a little bit of kickstart, so it won't go quietly. Okay, well, and uh, good luck with the album as well. It uh, won't go quietly, the album, which is superb. We'll look, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at the tower maybe later on this afternoon. This is just a step too far. What I saw, right, outside Old Trafford, there was a bloke there, and you wouldn't believe what he was doing. He was actually burning effigies of Wayne Rooney in a cinerator. Can you believe that? And to make it worse, fans were queuing up to buy them. I couldn't believe my eyes. And then I realised it was a baked potato store. <laughs> <laughs> City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Oh, what a great guy. Uh, not only did he come along, he also did a fantastic uh, acoustic set for us. Uh, no doubt over the Christmas and festive period we'll be playing some acoustic sets from bands that have played either for Radio City at venues outside of the tower or if they've come along and performed up in the zoo. I what love the way you could abbreviate his name. E.G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, that, Yeah, E.G. E-G. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or Egg. Egg, yeah. I don't think he'd want to be called that. Speaking of which, uh, wasn't it in the week gone by when you thought turkeys didn't lay eggs? No, I never thought turkeys didn't lay you eggs. You did I just say. forgot that turkeys were a bird and that they did lay eggs. This, what did you think they were? Like uh, from the feline cat? They don't look like birds, do they? Badger? Well, maybe? what do you mean with beaks and wings and claws? They look the, like, like vultures. They don't look vultures, like Vultures, I think you'll find it fall into the category of birds yeah, as well. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. They don't look like a bird. They're very vicious, actually. I got chased yeah. by one once. I got really? attacked by one. They're really scary creatures. What's that? Vultures, birds? <laughs> no, turkeys. The uh, Galapagos ducks. Geese, <laughs> geeses and goose are horrible as well. Gooses and geese. Gooses and geese and geese. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> Uh, Shane Ward uh, popped in and said hello to us last week as well, and what a lovely guy he yeah. was. I do say I put something to him about Wayne Rooney before Rooney had signed his new Man U contract. Have a listen to this. Friday morning, Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. And being a, a member, an honourable member of the Co. this morning, the X Factor winner from 2005, which I find very hard to believe. Please welcome back to the Radio City Tower, Mr Shane Ward. How you, mate? Hello, Shane. How are you? I'm really good, thank you, mate. Uh, fit and well, you're looking. Thank you very much. I'm can, you, can you believe it's 2005, five years? No, I can't. It's, uh, it's gone so quick. It's amazing. I... I've... I had to look twice because uh, the last time you were here, I was doing the mid-morning show and you were uh, you were promoting Breathless, and that was 2007. Yes, that was 2007. Yeah. Uh, the years go really, really quick. You're not, you're not as old as me. Close by. Uh, no, I, I, Nowhere near. But this analogy that somebody once said, and when you're young, it doesn't mean anything to you, but someone once used this really simple analogy about life. Life is like a roll of toilet roll. Okay. The closer you get to the end, the quicker it runs out. Okay. Is that not true or false? That is a good analogy. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, you've got a good. full toilet roll. It seems to last for ages. <laughs> when you get down to the last bits, 
Yeah. You know, you're, you're scrambling around looking for copies of the uh, the Daily Sport or the Daily Star newspaper. What a lovely thought. That, oh, what a very, very nice pleasant sentiment thought. sentiment to that one. <laughs> it was all going so well. Yeah. All going very, very smoothly. All right, OK. Well, Daily Telegraph. Yep. <laughs> just to, bring, just to bring, bring the bit of class back to the conversation. A copy of that talking class. Come on. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. It's not like you to be on the ball no. on a Friday morning. <laughs> You're following the current X Factor 2010. Yeah. I watched it on Saturday. Yeah, and on uh, Sunday. And what? What? Who's standing out? In um, your I like opinion? Matt. Matt and Rebecca. Matt and Rebecca. Um, they both seem to have the same issue with confidence, but I quite like that. It actually works for them. It's endearing, actually, when people aren't too cocky. Yeah, because I, I think it gives them room to grow in the competition. You know what I mean? Um, but they're, they're definitely two of my favourites at the minute. Now, if they were to do, they did a big thing with Big Brother and they got all the Big Brother ex-winners and all that back into a house. I've been now, so many would, times. Would, now, I've got to ask you, because would you put yourself through it again if they did an ex-winner, X-Factor winners X-Factor? Well, do you know what? I mean, obviously, <laughs> I can't see Simon doing it, but um, if he did, of course. You would do it? I'd love to do it, you know? Who would you reckon would be your stiffest competition? Um, I'm not going to say. Ah, come no. on. No, definitely not. Go on. Jedward. Jedward. They didn't win. <laughs> We're talking about winners. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Je- he's obsessed with Jedward. I can yeah. tell. Look, yeah. His, hair, his hair's working yeah. today. Yeah. It, it's, it's like Jedward meets Tintin. Yeah. It, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Gingerist in the studio. Oh, Come on. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with being gingerist as long as you're not ginger. <laughs> so, uh, Jane, you're adding fuel to the fire here, mate. So gotta be somebody, and why did you choose to do that song? Um, gotta be somebody. Simon. Um, obviously, I got sent the track after Simon said that he loved the song. Yeah. Um, and he said it was Nickelback. You know, so uh, as soon as I played that, I was taken back. I was like, wow, this is really rock. How's it, how's it gonna go from rock to kind of like pop, R&B, whatever? Um, but then when I went to the studio in Denmark and heard the um, obviously production that they've done on it, it was it was so different. And I thought, is this gonna work? You know. But I went in, did the vocal, and then just uh, by the end of the night, um, finishing the vocal, I was just not kind of vain way, but blown away. I was like, wow, actually, this is so different. Yep. We sent it to Simon, and he was just like, adamant, this is the first single, has to be to kickstart obsession. So if you said it. Let's go for it. Yeah, well, I mean, he is the man that's in the know. Uh, right, look me straight in the eye, okay? Okay, okay Manchester United, you're a fan. Yes. In one word, describe Wayne Rooney. Stupid. Oh. You've got to be honest, I mean, yeah. no, 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 stupid I... decision. Um, I, I don't even think that he's um, actually thought it through himself, Yeah. if I'm honest. He's such a great player, um, and that, that club made Wayne Rooney. Yep. You know, and I think he really needs to kind of take a step back, um, kind of re-evaluate the situation, and I think just stay at Man United. You know, Alex Ferguson wants him to stay, yeah. And talking about um, it hasn't got the ambitions and everything. It's it's ridiculous. Of course, I mean, no no one man is bigger than Man United. The thing for Man United now is the one person they don't want to lose uh, is is Sir Alex Ferguson because you know what um, you you can you can love or you can loathe Manchester United but you cannot deny the caliber of some of the players that have gone through there over the years and Sir Alex is going to be up there with the Matt Busby's and the Shankleys and the and the Bob Paisley's of this world there's no question of that no question about it I mean he's like is he the longest running yeah definitely the longest you know? yeah by miles like, yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to be sad, obviously, to see him go because he, he, can't, he can't go on, obviously, forever. But um, and whoever's going to take over from him, you know, he's got big boots to fill. But he's done a fantastic job at the club, and you know, he's going to going to keep it going. What's your views on uh, Manchester City trying to buy the Premiership? <laughs> um, it's going to go wrong. I mean, it happened with Chelsea when yeah. they, when they obviously got all their money um, because they're just going to buy 
are the best players for strikers, midfielders, defenders, and then none of them get a game and none of them are going to gel because they all want to be that special player every time they step on the field. So they're not really going to be a team. So, yeah, that's right. You've got, a, you've got this squad of great players, but yeah. you don't have the team. Who are supposed which... to be playing together against the team. Instead, they're going to be playing against each other, against yep. another team. So. Sir Alex was great at building teams. There's no question about that and yeah. still is. Uh, it would be it'd be awful to see him stepping down from his perch at the end of this season. But you know what? I wouldn't. You wouldn't rule that out either. Right. So Rooney, in one word, stupid. Uh, a stupid situation. He's not stupid, <laughs> but the situation is. You should get shame on our sports show. Yeah, don't yeah. You, yeah, you should. Yeah. You should be a blimmin' politician. You know what I mean? Tell me about it. I tell you what, the diplomat. That is. The, no, that is say? great. That is. That, that is great. Thank you very much for popping in this morning, Thank and you. I really want to wish you all the best. So your tip for X Factor, uh, it could be Matt. Or Rebecca. Or Rebecca is yeah. your tip for X Factor winner 2010. It would be nice to see you performing on that. And it would be nice to see you doing this single. It would make sense for you to be on there doing the single next exactly, week. Exactly, yeah. So fingers crossed, you Think- know, leave it up to Simon if he makes that call on there. I can tell you, ladies, he is looking even better than he did five years ago when he won the X Factor. <laughs> Indeed, he is looking the best I've ever seen. It's the Liverpool air. It is the good <laughs> Liverpool air up here, 450 feet above the sky. Friday morning, I want to thank our special guest and a member of our call today, Mr. Shane Ward. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jennifer Ellison is right, Rossi lad. Hello, this is Trevor McDonald here, and finally, is right, Rossi La. This is Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co on Radio City ninety six point seven. Radio City ninety six point seven. It's the Breakfast Show. It is the podcast. The producer of this uh, podcast is Jay Hind. Hello. That means you've got to make it really good and slick and tight, otherwise you look I bad. I always do. I know you do. You are very, very, very mediocre at what you do. And uh, also taking care of traffic and travel more besides Claire Simonson. Hello, my dear. Mm, Who's just about coming round now after uh, meeting the boys from Take That. I made myself sick that night. It was uh, Mark (laughs) Owen, it was Jason Orange, and it was the one and only Robbie Williams, who uh, is not a fan of one of the greatest festivals that... uh, that happens in this country every year. I can't believe he called me a D-head. A D-head? A D-head. Yeah, well, you know what? He can only... Sp- you know, like, like Roy Walker used to say on Catchphrase, say what you see. So Henson <laughs> yes. called, so called you a D-head. Here it is on the podcast. Waking you up on weekdays. Get set for Operation Morale Improvement. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Thursday morning, Radio City 96.7. It's breakfast with me, Rossi, and the Co. And joining the Co. today, indeed, we have Mark, we have Robbie, we have Jason. Take that or on the show. Yeah. Good take that. Here we are. Yeah. Do I, the dancing. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I am. <laughs> you can you can hear a very very excited Claire Simonson in the background. She's been a, a fan of yours forever and ever and ever. We've actually had to have her sedated before she came on air this morning. <laughs> so she's really that's the way I like them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I nearly came out with a gag that I got texted her a few days ago, but I think it's totally inappropriate. And I'll tell you off air, guys. All right? Okay. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so good to have you all back and fantastic. You had the big press conference the other morning and just about everybody on the planet watched that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to come to you first, Rob, because uh, you were quite adamant when, when asked by the BBC. I saw an interview after the press conference and it says, uh, after you split up, did you ever think that you'd get back with the boys together, uh, you know, ever, ever again? And it was very much a, a simple yes. You just went, yes? Yeah, absolutely. There was always, there's been always a calling to come back and do something with the guys and 
You know, it, it's been made possible because, you know, there was the documentary that the boys, we all did together about five years ago, and then it just kicked on from there. And it's been getting ever nearer and ever closer. And, you know, I've had this album to do or that album to do before I could get to where I want to be, which is with these lads. But I, I do have to say for the last 10 years, there's always been a calling to do something with the boys. And here we are. I've got to go to Jason because, uh, of course, uh, you are probably the strongest dancer in the band. Can you tell us, as Robbie's dancing, has it gone on the decline over the last 15 or 16 years, or is he still as fit as ever? Jason, be honest. Well, well for, first of all, mate, I think Howard might take exception okay. to me being recognised <laughs> as the strongest dancer. Well, if Howard Actually, was here, he would have said exactly the, the same to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, he's not here, so for the time being, I'm the strongest dancer by far. Thanks, mate. Uh, no, but Rob. Rob's probably third. <laughs> say third. We um, all know his last, don't we? <laughs> I, I, I actually, I actually love. Yeah. I, I love the way Robbie dances. Um, when when he left, take that. He left the constraints of um, yeah traditional sort of boy band routine. Robbie got to express himself with his with his movement on stage, and I watched um, enviously. I watched his his performances at Nebworth, etc. Yeah, and and loved and, and loved. The expanse of his movement when it, when it, when he was free to do his own solo stuff, and uh, I think Jeez, he's a great bud. dancer. Comes from the heart, like 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 everything, like his music. Without sounding too gushing, I think Rob's a performer from the heart, uh, music and dance. Yeah, so I, I think, think thanks, it's, it's fair to say, Rob, you've got your own style actually, and uh, with watching your live concerts, you do have that own style of movement. Yeah, it's just it's just shifting weight and falling about a bit. <laughs> That's more than um, me you're talking about. <laughs> it, it's it's weird. It's weird because I definitely do feel thirty six and. Um, because there was like times when I dance and I used to think, and this was like 23, 24, and I used to think, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it like a dancer would. And then now I'm 36 and I feel like your dad. <laughs> it's weird. Every time I try to move or do something now, I'm like, oh, you look like an idiot. So I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking and, and second thinking myself. I'm looking forward to a bit of a choreography so I don't have to freestyle it and be by myself doing daft moves. Uh, this new Fly on the Wall documentary about the reunion, uh, it's, it's look back, don't stare. The, these guys have been following us for like two years uh, for the duration of the for the album we've just made and they've been acting really as Fly on the Wall cameras. Right. Um, so they've captured, a, as well as the making of the album, all the behind the scenes footage and that. So it wasn't, I suppose it's not, as, we're hoping it's not going to come over as contrived as perhaps that first documentary. I, uh, it's a bit freer. Speaking of fly on the wall, of course, uh, Mark, you uh, you superbly and justifiably yes, in my won. past life, I was a fly on the wall. <laughs> you, you were, <laughs> but you've grown up a lot since then. Uh, you won uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Now, this is J uh, Jason. I'll put this to you. Uh, if if you weren't, is that it? No, 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 no. no you uh, this, I'm, I'm you said go. Mark, and then you went Jason. I'll put this to you. Is that it? Don't worry, I'm coming to you, Mark. Oh, I'm right, coming. Okay. Look at it. As, getting as, secure. Look, looking at it, saving the best to last. Yeah. I'm trying to please please everybody this morning. Are you from Liverpool? No, I'm from Ireland. From Ireland. How long have you been in Liverpool? About five years. Why have I picked up a little bit can of fresh guys? No, you haven't at all. No, Mark. Can you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way they're yes. interviewing you. So Irish, it's unbelievable. I am the second uh, coming to Terry Wogan here. So. Yeah. Of course, yes. Are you from Portugal, Mark? <laughs> yes, I thought so. Obrigado. Actually, I've never been to Portugal. Haven't you? Have you? Uh, no, but you've been to Tuscany because you were on my flight on the way back from Tuscany a couple of years ago. I have ago. been to Tuscany, I know, yeah. And you caught me looking did, at you. Point, did I was, you enjoy it? I had a great time. Well, I chucked it down for the week that we were out there. Yeah, we, it did for us as well. <laughs> um, so you want, you want Celebrity Big Brother. Jason, if you weren't yeah. busy as a busy bee, what 
a reality TV show would you like to agree to go on? Well, I, I was actually asked to, to do the first Get Me Out of Here, the jungle oh, well, one. Oh, yeah. But actually, it's mm. a bit of a lie. I wasn't asked to do it, but yeah. I was asked to go down and interview for it. I suppose at, at that time, they interviewed probably 100 people. Yeah. But um, And I did think about it. I did contemplate it for a short while. And, and possibly down the line, I, I might... Uh, I'd like to... The challenge of that, I think. I don't mind eating different types of food. <laughs> 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 I don't mind, I don't mind books. You, you, yeah. you just had some, some soup, hadn't you? So, so <laughs> the question was, which which reality TV show? Jungle. Yeah, me Jungle. too. Jungle. What about, uh, I was yeah. going to say to you, Robbie, it's got to be uh, Dancing on Ice. After seeing the, uh, after seeing the, uh, she's, she's the, the one, one video <laughs> back in 1999. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that was, a, you'd walk that, that'd be a walk in the park or a skate in the park. No, well, you know, I can get the old skates out, dust them off, get them out again. But no, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely... If it wasn't such a risk and people finding out that I really am a, um, then I would do the uh, the jungle. Hi, yeah, I'm a big Take That fan and my name's Diana and I'm from Wave Street. And I just want to know, out of all the Take That lads, who is the biggest diva? Oh, who's the biggest diva? Diva. Yeah. Hiya, Diana, are you from Liverpool? Yeah, she's, she's that's, a recorded, there, that's a recorded message. <laughs> 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 he knows, by the way. He, did, he does know. He, he does know, yeah. He's jet lagged. He's just flown in from Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> you knew she weren't there, Rossi. I think. He, I he knew you're, you're not Liverpool. <laughs> I've got to say, I think you're, you're the biggest diva, Jay. Do you? Yeah. Jason, do you reckon you're the biggest diva? Probably up there, aren't I, to be fair, yeah. Hang on. So let's have a look around the band. Right. Gary? No. I don't no. know, you know. Gaz really? can stamp his feet now and again. Oh, really? Yeah, he's still putting on a good impression in front of you, Rob. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Only, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob is only just newly returned, so Gary's on, on his I think best behaviour. It's, it, it's you or me, Jay. Do you reckon? Yeah, because it's not Mark. It's not do you know what? And I it's not Howard. I've put Howard in there as well as a diva. Really? Yeah, it, uh, about an hour ago he said I've had enough now on board. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so diva-ish, that. It, 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 how close to be have had enough? I know we'd only been doing two hours. I know. Like it's 20 years and two hours. It's all okay. it's, it's all was going so well until he said that. Yeah. Uh, tell you what. Yeah. Who yeah. do you reckon's the biggest diva in the band? Is it me, Jay? Howard. Howard. Definitely Howard. Yeah, Howard the diva. everything. Yeah, I'm glad, to be honest, I'm glad he's not here. Just yeah. making a note here. Howard, the Mariah Carey of Take That. <laughs> <laughs> right then, uh, Claire Simonson, before you pass out, uh, we'll come to you in a second. And Jay Hind, Jay, you've, got, you've got a really good question. Lads, you're doing your tour dates around Glastonbury. Are yeah. you going to be playing Glastonbury? Absolutely not, no. Definitely not? Definitely not. Wow. 100% not. Okay. We I'm thought... not going to say definitely not. I am. See, so there's a possibility then. No, there's no possibility, but I'm not going to say definitely not. What about yeah. definitely maybe? Let's not bring definitely Oasis. maybe. Let's, yeah. not, let's not bring Oasis into this. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> there's there's going to be no. There's going to be no Glastonbury. No, oh. not for you. Oh. Not for me. No. Oh. Devastated. They pay you about five pence. To well, be honest. I mean, we are living no. in a world of cutbacks. To be fair, Rob. So uh, I would, yeah, I would like us all to. Go, I would love for us all to go to Glastonbury. I'm going to try and convince the lads to. I'm going to get the caravans and I'm going to try and convince yeah, us all yeah, to go and have posh. a day out in Glastonbury. Yeah, Rob. Just for I mean, they, they, they pay us five pence, but what about the what about the other reason for doing it? it apparently, this it's a it's a spiritual place. It's a and sh hole. How is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Full of. There oh, you go, Jay. Yeah. I go every year. Thanks yeah, for that. Exactly. Yeah, well, you must be a <laughs> that enjoys <laughs> <sh> holes. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I couldn't possibly answer that. Claire Simmonson, get a question in. What I want to know is, out of all the songs when you get back together, what is the one that you're most looking forward to all performing together again as a five-piece band? You go first, We've come Mark. a long way, oh. but we're not too sure where we be. Oh, come on, man. Never could forget, I'm getting ticked. Yeah, could it be magic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting tingles just thinking about that moment on stage. Oh, so am I. In anticipation, yeah, she's getting. She's There's been, not going to be a dry eye in the house, is there? There's not going to be a dry eye at Glastonbury when we do that. <laughs> uh, you've had 68 uh, top 40 singles as solo uh, singles go on and as a group as well. So there's, I mean, that would be like a Bruce Springsteen set if you did uh, if you did all of those. Yeah, yeah. He does. He, he he's done one show that was five hours long. Oh. Did he? Five hours long. Good old cardiovascular. Listen, uh, I've been uh, told that you guys have got to go and move on to uh, to do uh, other stuff. I was going to say bigger and better, but it doesn't come any bigger and better than the Radio City Breakfast It does not, Rossi. Don't do yourself down. I do love Radio City. Uh, How is Liverpool feeling? uh, Liverpool is is rocking. It's absolutely rocking. I've been here for five years, and and, and it's my favourite city of all the cities I've ever been to. None of the teams are doing that great, are they? Everton's doing all right. Everton's doing okay. Yeah. It's early doors. Early doors. They always start badly at the start of the season and, and then, like, with a week to go, yeah, it's like, do. will they make Europe or I not? I know, yeah. It's, Good manager, isn't he, David? He's brilliant. Mr Moyes, yeah. And, uh, well, listen, I, I, I want to say thanks very much for uh, for popping along and joining us today on the show. I'm being part of the co. It's been tremendous and I think it's been the best news and the biggest revelation in the decade. All five of your friends getting back together again. And, uh, and playing Glastonbury. And playing Glastonbury. Glastonbury. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you very much to Mark, to Robbie, to Jason. Take that, our guest today. Yeah. Nice one. Oh, cheers. Nice one. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Ooh, a bit controversial at times there. Robbie yeah. Williams got all over the press. He was all over the, uh, the the MTV website after the comments he made on the Radio City Breakfast show. But if you think of how many interviews Take That will have done. Yes. And we were the only one to make big press, big and it national was a qu- press. It was a question you asked. Well, it was a question that we all thought of. <laughs> Head. Okay, stop stop passing around these compliments like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right, here's some of the best of the true stories from the week gone by as well. 6.35 weekday mornings. We tend to do these before the kids are up and about. Uh, first thing in the morning. Sometimes they're true and sometimes they're really true. Yeah, right. True what? stories. The true stories. They're never true. I'm, I'm sure it did one last week that was actually a bona fide true story, mm. didn't I? I? See, I don't believe any of them now. If you told me white was white, I wouldn't believe you. What would you think it was? Black. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You just can't believe it. Yeah. You just can't believe them. Hush now, boy. Here's some of the best of the true stories. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Crash, dear. <laughs> Do you want a true story? Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, I was in a taxi only uh, only just yesterday, and uh, the taxi driver was uh, was fairly quiet, and uh, I said to him, uh, if you just drop me off at the bottom of, uh, of Lark Lane, but didn't hear me. So he drove on a little bit, just coming up to where I wanted to be dropped off. I tapped him on the shoulder like this, just tapped him on the shoulder and said, oi. Next thing, he screamed like a banshee. He screamed, lost control of the cab. He nearly had an oncoming bus. He swerved to miss the bus. He drove up off to the curve, onto the curb, and just managed to stop inches away from a big plate glass window. Everything went really, really silent in the cab for a couple of moments. I was shaking. The driver was shaking. 
I said, are you okay? I'm sorry I scared the living daylights out of you, but what went on there? He said, well, you tapped me on the shoulder. I said, well, what's the big deal? I asked you to stop, you know, and drop me off at the bottom of Lark Lane. <sighs> I said, what is what is your problem? What was what was with the dramatics and getting across the road and missing the bus and nearly crashing through that window? He said, I am sorry. He said, it's my first day as a cab driver and you just scared the living daylights out of me. I said, it's your first day as a cab driver. I tapped you on the shoulder and it scared the living daylights out of you. I says, what did you do for before you were a cab driver? He says, well, for the past 25 years, I used to drive a hearse. <laughs> would you like a true story? I would love a true story. This upset me because, you know what, uh, this guy may play for Manchester United, but he is a Scouse lad. And, and, and to be honest, you know, I always think of that. I think if he was a boxer or a big businessman or a movie star who moved to London or Manchester, he'd always look at him as a Scouse lad. And he has become a little bit of a public, I'd go as far as a public hate figure recently. But the, the whole Wayne Rooney hate campaign thing has really, really got out of hand. It's got to stop. I was over in Manchester only yesterday. I travelled around a bit yesterday. I was in uh, in, in Prestaton and Manchester. And uh, I, I got shocked. I was shocked beyond belief uh, as I was walking past Old Trafford. And what I saw... This is just a step too far. What I saw, right, outside Old Trafford, the home of Manchester United, a mecca to Manchester United fans. And uh, now there was a bloke there, and you wouldn't believe what he was doing. He was actually burning effigies of Wayne Rooney an incinerator. Can you believe that? Oh. Burning effigies of Wayne Rooney in a incinerator. And to make it worse, fans were queuing up to buy them. I couldn't believe my eyes. And then I realised it was a baked potato stall. Oh. Here's a true story. I hope you love this true story. Do you think you love it? Is it really true? It's true-ish. I love it. You love it? Yes. <laughs> Love it. Do you know what? I thought I'd make a, a, a little bit of a sound financial investment last week. And you know the way you've got horse racing? Dog racing over the last past couple of years have become more and more popular. Um, well, there's snail racing. And I first saw this uh, some years ago when I was on holidays in Jamaica. You know, you just go, there's a load of snails and they put them in and then you... you Book, you back a snail. They've all got numbers in the back and you back a snail and see whichever one gets to the end of the glass sort of case first. So it's becoming more and more and more popular. So um, there's actually snails that are actually bred specifically for racing. I paid £500 for the Northwest Snail Racing Champion last week, Jay. Wow. £500. A lot of money. Now, up until last week when I bought it, he was undefeated. 25 snail races, 25 wins, no defeats. And then I buy it. They talk about the luck of the Irish when it didn't really sort of uh, come into fruition. I bought it, and I put him in the two races since I bought it, and st two straight losses. In fact, the second race, he came last. So uh, it was, I mean, it was it was worse than a snail's pace. It was, it was terrible. So um, I thought 500 quid, not very well spent. So as his new owner, I went, actually took him to a race meeting yesterday, a snail race meeting yesterday. And uh, it was his third race. And under my management, I thought, well, you know, I would remove the snail's shell to make him a bit more aerodynamic. Well, that worked then. No, it didn't work. If anything, it made him more sluggish. Oh. <laughs> Waking you up on weekdays. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. <laughs> you see, that one was true. Yeah. The one about the slug, yeah, that was yeah, true. Yeah, yeah that course, was slug, yeah. 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 £500 pounds it cost me. Mm.
And that's gone all a bit sluggish. Right then, thank you very much for taking time out to download the podcast. You can hear us weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10 on the Radio City Breakfast Show. Uh, Radio City 96.7 online, radiocity.co.uk, on DAP Digital, and of course on your app with your three Gs, three degrees, and the VGs. My name is Rossi. Thank you, Claire Simonson, and thank you, Jay Hines. In the words of me, ciao, baby. At the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes.